and welcome to another Win Daily Show. My name is Michael Raziel. I got my man Ghost here with me, and we are looking at the 8-11 Tuesday NBA DFS slate. Giving a little preview here so that you guys know what the hell you're up against because, my goodness, this is going to be a lot of fun. Ghost, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing well, Michael. Yourself? It's a good day to be alive. You know how that goes. You know how that goes. Yes, it is It is going to be crazy. I mean, it's, it is a good day to be alive, but it is going to be a wacky slate. I mean, there are already starting fives that are ruled out for some of these games that we have coming up. So we do have, we're going to be checking out the DraftKings slate. We are not a uh, fan duel. They take out a couple of those early games. We thought, you know what, if there's going to be value, we're going to try and take all of it. We're going to try and take all of it as we did. On the 10th, on Monday, playing all of those Mavericks. Shout out to our good friend Brian Tullick for loving Tim Hardaway more than anybody else. I still honestly don't really understand it. But whatever, man. You're happy and it worked and he made a bunch of money today. And that's the important part. We're going to try and do the same for everybody else. So, Ghostman, let's um, let's get into this. Let's just see what the heck this looks like. So, uh, we have a couple games. Brooklyn, Orlando starting at 1. Houston, San Antonio starting at 2. Phoenix and Philly at 4.30, Phoenix is undefeated in the bubble, so shout out to Devin Booker and those dudes over there. Boston, Memphis starting at 5. Portland, Dallas starting at 6.30. New Orleans, Sacramento, which is just a game of you know eliminated teams starting at 9. And then we have one last one starting at 9, Milwaukee and Washington, uh, and that's pretty much a useless game as well. So this is where it starts to get weird. Um, as you can see on the screen, if you're watching, there's already a few O's up there. We have James Harden, doesn't look like he's going to play. Luca didn't play on Monday, probably not going to play on Tuesday. Giannis didn't play on Monday, something about a tooth. He might not play. Joel Embiid is already ruled out. Ben Simmons is out for the year, unfortunately. Drew Holiday is ruled out. Tobias Harris is questionable. Brandon Ingram is out. Christoph Porzingis might be out. De'Aaron Fox might be out. Zion's out. It is. I mean, the <laughs> list goes on and on and on and on at this point. So we thought it would be fun to do. We'll still roll through all these games for everybody. And we'll let Ghost do his thing because we know how darn good he is. But we really wanted to go over and give people an understanding of what the hell this value that has just come up to us. Because all these prices are locked. They're not going to go in there and all of a sudden make someone else $5,000 more expensive. So Ghost, talk to me a little bit about one of these slates. We don't see it very often where pretty much everybody's out. This is a very, very much an end of the year slate where everyone's resting. I mean, how do you even start to tackle something like this? I mean, it's something that uh, that for those that have been playing NBA DFS for a while now, you know that uh, the late season shenanigans are second to none, right? So there there are guys that get ruled out uh, after the game starts, and there's uh, there's multiple changes pre lock, uh, right at lock, and of course post lock, which uh, which sometimes kills your lineups. But that's what NBA DFS is, and especially during the last week of the season, and that that that's really the key thing that we have to remember here is that. We are coming to the end to the regular season, so this is something that's that's really to be expected. And the best way to tackle that, this is is to just stay on top of the news as much as you can. Uh, hop in our Win Daily Discord channel, of course. We're there uh, all day long, and we 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 broke the DeAndre Ayton news as soon as we got, and uh, we we managed to get a lot of people uh, to swap their lineups, and that definitely paid dividends, right? So, um, staying on top of the news is is probably the most uh, the most obvious answer that I could give, but something that kind of flies under the radar specifically on DraftKings is that you want your players that start in the earlier games in your locked in positions. And when I say that, that that would be the first five that are on Michael's screen right now being the point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward and center. Um, it's a lot easier to pivot and, uh, and, and late swap some players in the later games in the guard forward and utility spots than it is uh, versus the guys that are up top. So, 
whenever you think that you have uh, your lineup completed, the first thing I'm going to tell you is that it's not done uh, because there is definite news to come. And uh, the second thing is that just make sure that you take a quick glance because if you have somebody uh, in your guard spot that starts uh, tomorrow, the first game's at one, let's say. So if you have a guard from the Brooklyn-Orlando game uh, and then you also have your point guard slot in the New Orleans-Sacramento game, well, you're better off switching those guys out, right? Because uh, the the player that starts at one, you know that hey, there's no there's no more news to come. Uh, this the, the game starts at one. As of one oh one, there's nothing you can do about it. Let me slide him into the point guard spot. Let me switch around that point guard that I had over to the guard spot. That way, if ever there is uh, news during the day or even right before lock, it's a lot easier for you to pivot. I love it, and that that's uh, you know something that might go you know, just kind of unthought of just the way you build your lineup. Sometimes it's just, it, it might not quite work out that you go in that type of order. So I think that's uh, some pretty important and some pretty great ways to look about it. So uh, we're just going to go game by game here for a couple minutes, just kind of talk about what's going on. Um, yeah. Uh, all the nets, I guess we could just say is out. Karis LeVert out, Jared yeah. Allen out. Uh, I mean, and then we have a bunch of the Orlando guys. Joe Harris is out. Garrett Temple is out. I mean, Jamal, oh, Jamal Crawford. I forgot about the five minutes he played this year. What, um, I mean, are you, first off, are you targeting this game in any way, shape or form? And if you are uh, again, how, where are you looking for the value? Uh, this game is, uh, is sloppy to say the least. I mean, it, it, it would have already been, uh, one of the least favorable games on the sleeve, but now, uh, exactly like what you said with Brooklyn, we know that they're, uh, they're quote unquote big three, I guess you could call it or NBA bubble version of a big three and Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, and, and Joe Harris are all uh, already confirmed that they won't be playing today. So um, right away, we can go back to that Brooklyn value that we've been using, uh, not necessarily every second day, but every second Brooklyn game. Uh, guys like TLC and Chris Chioza and Tyler Johnson and whatnot. So um, those guys are all going to get usage. And of course, in the front court, uh, Karooks is going to get his share uh, at both the power forward and center spot. So um, in terms of value, uh, there's most likely better plays uh, on the slate. I mean, uh, you, you also want some uh, some talented basketball players in your value plays too. Uh, you don't just want to play a guy just because you think that he's going to get 30 plus minutes. Uh, you want to make sure that they're actually producing in those minutes that they get. Um, but again, uh, mix and match these Brooklyn guys. Uh, they, they've shown that they could do it uh, in, in the past and today should be no different. I mean, Orlando is going to be most likely uh, without Aaron Gordon, Evan Fournier, uh, Jonathan Isaac, of course, is uh, is done for the season as well uh, for the Magic. And uh, I, I don't believe any of Aaron Gordon, Evan Fournier, or Terrence Ross are going to be playing as well. So um, in terms of a stud, uh, you, you could take a chance on on, on Vooch. Uh, and Nikola Vucevic is in a smash spot if, if there even is one on a slate like this. But uh, again, you, you always have to be wary with uh, the amount of minutes that he's going to play. Uh, we've seen what uh, teams have been doing with their stars like Giannis and and Middleton, what the Raptors did yesterday, and and so on and so forth. So uh, be try try and keep on top of the news. See if Vooch is going to get full run. Uh, if he is, then this is a great spot for him. He's going to get every touch that he can handle. But uh, again, just be careful to see if uh, he doesn't play twenty minutes and then uh, hit the bench. That's that's the thing I'm worried about. If everybody's not going to play, they kind of they can't keep this guy out. They'll play him for you know the first half and then say, all right, you're good. Here's your 15 minutes. You can call it home. So that's that's <laughs> definitely a, a little thing I'm worried about. Um, moving over to the two o'clock game, the Houston San Antonio game. So we know James Harden is out. This screen is much much more pleasurable to look at. Only a couple Qs, only a couple Os here. This game looks like it actually is going to be played. 
Um, you know, obviously, if James Harden is going to be out, we kind of know where the next guy we're going to look at. Also, Westbrook, I don't think, you know, if I'm guessing, he might be one of your three stars today. But how are you looking at this game, especially considering, again, the rest of the stuff that's happening all over this slate? Um, I, I don't want to say 100% I'm locking Westbrook in, in every single lineup uh, because obviously things can change throughout the day. That's uh, it's what we've been preaching for the past five plus minutes. But um, as of right now, I could confidently say that Russell Westbrook will be in every single one of my lineups. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that like, oh, you know, as a form of expression, no, like quite literally, he will be in every single one of my lineups. Um, there's very few pay up options on a slate like this. Uh, and people tend to forget sometimes that uh, some of these games actually do have a lot of meaning and uh, the Rockets are uh, within half a game of some teams and some teams are within half a game of them. So uh, there's some important seating uh, that, that's on the line here for the Rockets. And of course, if the Spurs lose this one, uh, they're done, right? So uh, the, the Spurs are going to want to make sure that they secure the win and, and try and stay in contention and hope for some, uh, some Portland and Phoenix losses at the same time. They need some luck uh, on their side as well. but. The one thing uh, that athletes know is that you you take whatever you can and control what you can. And what the Spurs have here is they they just need to get this win and see what happens with Portland and Phoenix. They can play those games for them, so they got to make sure they go out there and and play the Rockets, but and uh, and and secure the win. But at the same time, uh, a guy like Russell, Russell Westbrook is not going to play uh, 15 minutes and then hit the bench. He's a guy that wants to win uh, even preseason games or or exhibition games if they even had those before the preseason, if that was actually a thing, right? So um, he's a guy that plays hard all the time and his usage uh, goes through the roof without Harden on the court and, and vice versa as well. Um, I know Harden without Westbrook on the court sees something absurd, like a 46% usage rate. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if Westbrook is uh, is right up there without Harden on the court. So he's definitely going to be my lock of the day. Uh, every single lineup I'm playing uh, Westbrook. And then at the same time, um, I, I, I typically like to play guys that go up against Westbrook and Harden. Uh, they play fast. Uh, they mm -hmm. turn over the ball a ton. And that, that's great for guys that, that are able to play in transition uh, themselves, especially if they're playing a fast point guard like uh, the guy that I'm about to talk about here, the Shunte Murray, uh, guys like De'Aaron Fox and so on. These are guys that like to play fast too, and they like to get buckets in transition. They're able to, to pick up a couple steals. So um, with Derek White, questionable, um, he, he would be my target in a game like this. Uh, given that the Spurs are fighting for playoff contention, it's very possible that he does play, uh, even though he's injured. But uh, given that he he went down not only once, but a couple times in their last game with that knee injury, um, if he does sit out, Dejounte Murray is an elite target here at 6,200. I love it. Little uh, couple point guards playing along. Um, so as we were talking about before, make sure that one's in the right spot. But if you're playing both of, both of them, you should be fine. You don't have to worry too much about guard or point guard uh, for this two o'clock game. So we're hopping over to the Phoenix Philly game. Uh, Philly's pretty much done. Uh, Joel Embiid is out. Ben Simmons is unfortunately done for the year. I hate Philly just as much as the next guy. I'm not wishing for anyone to get injured, though. Tobias Harris is already questionable, probably going to be sitting out. Al Horford is questionable, probably going to be sitting out. Josh Richardson is already out. Um, this game, man, I mean... Phoenix has to win, as you said, to keep their playoff chances alive. Philly is probably just going to roll over. So are we looking, are we just going to play Devin Booker and assume he just keeps doing what he's been doing the entire time in the bubble? That's exactly what I'm doing. Um, I'm, I'm locking in Devin Booker. Uh, this one, not necessarily in 100% of my lineups, but uh, but pretty close to it. Uh, he, he's been a guy that's, uh, he, he's already one of my favorite players in the league. And when, when he goes out there, he, he's proven that he could drop 50, 60 plus points, uh, actual points, not just fantasy points uh, in a single game. And 
Um, we're, we're hoping that his career kind of uh, doesn't die down there in Phoenix. And he's a guy that wants to, he said that he, he wants to be known as a winner in the league and uh, look, look for him to make a serious push in this game and continue to making uh, a statement that he has in, in the NBA bubble and, and try and force their way into the playoffs here. I love it. I love it, man. It's such a weird, weird slate, weird game. Shout out to Devin Booker. Um, I was the first person to say, why the hell is Phoenix there? And now look at uh, look at New Orleans. They could barely win a single game. It's uh, been pretty bad. Moving on to the 5 o'clock game. They're really bunching these games up for us, which is kind of nice. I'm not, not really angry about that. Um, we have Boston and Memphis. We know Memphis has to keep winning. Boston, eh, it's, you know, don't really have to do too much. It's all pretty much locked up in the East anyway. I assume... The Boston, like we're not going to be on Boston too much because of that fact. But how uh, how heavy are we going to go on the Memphis side? Uh, not necessarily too heavy. Uh, it's it, it's kind of frustrating because I wish we had uh, I wish we had eight guard spots or specifically <laughs> eight point guard slots on a on a slate like this. But uh, if you're not playing guys like Dejounte Murray or uh, Devin Booker is shooting guard eligible, so, so so that lets you get in another guy. But uh, between Dejounte Murray, uh, Jean Morant, and of course Russell Westbrook, I'm I'm most likely going to have two of the three, uh, barring again that 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 Derek White sits out for the Spurs. If not, I'll probably uh, go half on Dejounte, half on Derek White. But um, specifically for the Memphis game, I uh, look for Ja to to lead his team once again here. Uh, they're they're hanging on to that eight seed with uh, with Portland and Phoenix hot on their tracks, and uh, they, they this is a must win for them. Uh, maybe not mathematically speaking, but uh, when momentum is a big thing in, in every sport and especially when virtually every team is on the road here, uh, you want to make sure that uh, the quote unquote locker room atmosphere, I guess we could call it that, even though they may not have uh, an official locker room, uh, they, they want to make sure that uh, that team spirits are up and guys are ready, willing to play. You know what I mean? So uh, Ja brings energy to the court every single time uh, when when he got fouled hard the other time and he, he was forced to jump over one of those uh, side banners, I guess we could call them. Uh, you know, he, he got up and started dancing. Uh, his teammates were loving it. You know what I mean? So uh, he's a guy, despite being a rookie and, and probably the rookie of the year, uh, he, he he leads that uh, that locker room and lo- look for him to put on quite the show tomorrow versus Boston. I love it. Quite the show. Let's go, Jai. You're right. If only DraftKings had eight uh, point guards. That would be pretty fun. <laughs> uh, moving on to the Dallas-Portland game. Uh, there is another point guard that I'm assuming we're going to be playing a lot of. Unfortunately, Luka Doncic, is not going to be playing, or most likely won't. Neither will Kristaps Porzingis. Both were out on the Monday uh, Monday side of it. And as, as we said, there's really not too much going on at the bottom. They're pretty much locked into that seven seed. But let me just say, that overtime game and that between-the-legs pass, I literally jumped out of my seat when I saw that. That is like exactly what I'm talking about when I said I missed sports. Like I missed that moment. Overtime, couple seconds left. Luca makes his incredible play. What did he have like 35, like 15 and 19 or some ridiculous stat line? Man, I'm, I'm tearing up just thinking about how much I miss sports this whole time. But we're back. We're back, people. Um, Talk to me a little bit about this game. It should be fast paced. It should be a lot of fun. Portland needs to win, especially if anything goes wrong in that Memphis game. Then they're going to take over that eight seed, which would make life a hell of a lot easier for them. So, I mean, again, we, we only have two point guard slots, potentially. Uh, I assume Dame's somewhere in your top five. Yeah, easily. Uh, it's uh, the NBA bubble is Dame time, right? So uh, yep. he's a guy that uh, that points at his wrist every single game, multiple times in his game, and uh, he's been putting on an absolute show uh, for for all the fans and and his teammates and pretty much the entire league at this point in uh, in Orlando. And 
look for it to continue here. I mean, exactly like what you said, they're they're a half game uh, behind Memphis, and wouldn't it be great to go into uh, into the last couple of days here, hanging on to that eight seed instead of uh, instead of chasing it, right? So um, he's a guy that's that that shows up to all the big moments, uh, where, whether it's shooting a uh, I think it was like a thirty five footer over Paul George in the playoffs last season. Uh, I forget the exact distance, but uh, if, if you watch that game, you know exactly which moment mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Uh, he, he's a guy that could pull up from the logo at any time, and he just brings it every single game. Uh, he's one of the most energetic players uh, in the league. And uh, although I, I, I'm, I'm a little worried about whether Luka Doncic plays in this game, uh, again, Dallas may want to fight for seeding. They may not want to. Uh, it, it really depends on on the health of their two stars. They're, of, of course, Doncic and, and uh, Kristaps Porzingis. Um, but if, if Luca does play in this game, um, Dame kind of skyrockets up my list even more. And when I say that, he's probably like number three ranked to number two, maybe. So it's not like he's outside the top 10 going uh, to number one, but uh, he's right up there for me, easily in the top five, probably top three. But if uh, if Luca plays, he easily becomes uh, kind of a 1A, 1B situation with uh, with Russell Westbrook and the two top players target on the slate. Luca is going to be able to keep the game competitive and uh Look for them to to virtually play one on one and uh, kind of get the rest of their guys involved when they have to, uh, kind of thing. Uh, Mel's been uh, been banging threes like it's two thousand and nine uh, in the <laughs> NBA bubble, so I'm loving that. And uh, CJ McCollum has a very good uh, matchup in this game as well. Uh, D- Dallas guards are are not exactly the best defenders, and uh, we we saw what THJ was able to do uh, last game. But um, if you're not playing Dame, uh, I'm I'm fine with going uh, up to CJ McCollum. Uh, that that, that's absolutely the, a wise decision there. Um, Joseph Nurkic, I'm probably going to avoid. His his price has kind of caught up to him at this point. And mm-hmm. if Porzingis does play, that's a uh, that's a pretty brutal matchup going up against a seven three Porzingis with uh, with a wingspan of, uh, of I don't even know how to finish this reference, but it's really wide. Um, so pterodactyl, I like that. Right. There so, we go. Um, Porzingis is just he's really long, right? So uh, he he could get out there and. I get a block pretty much in the corner of uh, against Melo, let alone uh, Nurkic in the paint, right? So um, I'm, not, I'm not looking at Nurkic. I'm more looking at the guards in this game right at the top if Luka plays. Um, again, keep up with the news. Be cautious about his injury. Uh, you never know if he's just going to play 20 minutes and then hit the bench just to kind of keep him fresh. Um, and then, uh, of course, Damian Lillard, one of one of Dame or CJ, uh, are, are some elite targets, and, and they actually move up even more if Luka plays. And uh, I'm, I'm all for taking some shots on Melo here. He's looked uh, really rejuvenated uh, in the NBA bubble. I love it. And then what about, so we we saw it happen on Monday with all these Dallas players. So let's say Porzingis and Doncic do sit out again. The value that is here, where, where are you looking for it most? I would look at a guy like Gary Trent. Um, he's a guy, again, that's that that's been kind of showing out here in the NBA bubble and uh, t- typically Portland has been starting two big men, usually Zach Collins and Nurkic. But, um, if Porzingis is out and Boban gets to start again, I'm, I'm sorry that I'm laughing as a, as I'm saying that, but our discord was, was popping about it. Right. So, um, it, it, it was really fun to watch, uh, not only from, uh, from a DFS side, but just from, uh, from a fan's perspective, it, it was really cool to see Boban do his thing out there yesterday. But, um, if he gets to start again, uh, other than Boban, they, they're going to be really small out there. I mean, you'll probably have uh, have Finney Smith playing the wing if, if if he's healthy enough to play. Guys like Maxi Kleber, they're not exactly um, post big men. They're more like spot up shooters, and they could kind of get outside. So I would expect uh, Portland to kind of counter with the same type of uh, lineup. 
where they play Nurkic at the five and look for Gary Trent to to get a, a quite a few more minutes versus somebody like Zach Collins and and they could easily slide Melo up to the four and and let him kind of do his thing in the post and uh, get to the corner and knock down some threes. So um, needless to say, Gary Trent has been uh, performing very well in the NBA bubble. Um, when his shot is is dropping like it has in the past couple of weeks, he's somebody that uh, that can get really streaky and. At a 5.1k price tag, it's uh, it's a no-brainer when he has a ceiling of uh, 30, 35, 40 in some games. I love it. I love it. And that's that's how we win a lot of money, especially on this slate. We have to find all the <laughs> weird, weird places to go and places to play. A couple more games. So we have New Orleans and Sacramento. Um, pretty much everybody from this game is out. Uh, Drew Holiday out. Brandon Ingram out. De'Aaron Fox out. Zion Williamson out. Um Rashawn Holmes out. Kemp Bazemore probably out. I mean, this game is they're they're both eliminated. There's really nothing to play for anymore. Um, are, are like how do you uh, like a game like this? A game will be played. I can guarantee it. Tuesday at nine o'clock, New Orleans will play Sacramento. But what the hell do you think it's going to look like, man? If, if if this game was in January, I would say like I'm I'm not exactly like a a big advocate for full on game stacks. I mean, typically like two or three from one team and then run it back with with one player from the opposing team is, is a nice strategy to have, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not really a guy that, that typically goes like four players from one team and four from the other in a full on game stock. But if this game was played in January on this slate, it, it, it would honestly be worth it. You know what I mean? Like I these are it. two teams that play extremely fast. They, they turn over the ball of ton. I mean, uh, De'Aaron Fox is, uh, is of course one of my favorite players and he's so entertaining to watch, but man, does he turn the ball over a lot and, Lonzo Ball is, is Lonzo Ball. I'll leave it at that, right? So with his turnovers and, and sometimes sloppy passing, I mean, he's a guy that, that looks like he could be one of the best passers in the league at some times, and then other times he's just throwing it wherever he can pretty much with some no-lookers, right? So uh, if, if if this game was played in, in December, January, it's a game that I'd be targeting heavily. But honestly, like this, I feel like there's, there's so many better plays in terms of uh, – pay up options i mean you don't have many here given that almost everybody's out like you said drew holiday brian ingram zion are all out uh darren fox and rashawn holmes are out for uh, for sacramento um the main guy that i would have of interest here again oof, subject to change given all the amount of news that's uh that that's still to come but i i, I would typically go with a guy like buddy healed um luke walton has has pretty much made it public that he's not exactly Buddy Heald's biggest fan, but uh, people forget that the Pelicans actually uh, had Buddy Heald on their team and he was part of a trade that went over there, right? So uh, with with a little bit of a revenge narrative here and with seemingly with uh, with everybody seemingly having nothing to play for, uh, Buddy Heald is not exactly a guy that uh, that forgets stuff like that. He he's gone on multiple press conferences where he references the Pelicans and uh, he circles games on their calendars and stuff like that. So. While everyone else is kind of uh, kicking it back on the bench and kind of just waiting to go home since both these guys are eliminated, I wouldn't be surprised to, to see Buddy Heald kind of show off here and let them know what they're missing out on. Um, that being said, Luke Walton is the typical coach where if his shot is not dropping, he's going to grab a spot at the end of the bench and not move for the rest of the game. Um, but with that being said, they they are already eliminated. De'Aaron Fox is, is out. Somebody's got to play points. Someone's got to play the two. And uh, Bogdanovich can only handle so many minutes, right? So um, Corey Joseph isn't getting any younger, and Buddy Heald is is the next man up. And if he's uh, if, if he's being the volume shooter that he's known to be, he's a guy that could really uh, show out in a game like this. And that price is really attractive too. At only forty eight hundred for a guy with his ceiling, you get the extra uh, bonus points for uh, for three pointers made over on DraftKings. Definitely going to sprinkle in some Buddy Heald tomorrow. 
I love it. Buddy Healed. Yeah, man, that game is going to be so weird. Uh, I'm probably not going to watch it because, no, wait, I'm kidding, because this game might be even worse. So we have Milwaukee and Washington. <laughs> I was just man, about to say. <laughs> late, dude. We had so much fun with oh, all these man. games, and now we're looking at these teams like, oh, I, honestly, I might just not watch basketball tomorrow. I don't know. Um, but no, we have Milwaukee. At Washington, I guess we can say it. Giannis was out because of a toothache. When that came across my screen today, when I got that notification, wow. I was just like, dude, just take the 50K fine. Like, you deserve the 50K fine for saying he didn't play for a toothache. We all know why he's not playing. Like, come on. But Giannis is probably going to be out. I don't know. Maybe they'll just play him for 15 minutes just so they don't have to pay the 50K. But Washington is eliminated. They're pretty much done. I mean, they play fast, but whatever. Um, I mean, I guess, are you are you going to play a lot of this game knowing that there's an opportunity that half of these dudes might sit out and that late swap opportunity, you're not going to get it potentially because you're going to have to move over to the real a lot of scrubs from that Sacramento um, Pelicans game. Do I make it short and sweet or do I kind of uh, elaborate on on why i mean give me a i guess i could kind of I, I guess i could kind of find a middle yeah. spot here but yeah. needless to say I'm, I'm i'm probably playing nobody from this game um i i was telling the guys in discord today of course that um if, if i were to to kind of make not necessarily a complete guess but more of more of an educated one with uh with experience in, in situations like this i i thought Giannis would play yesterday and sit out today given that uh, the matchup versus Toronto was more of a playoff atmosphere, and there's somebody that that they can match up with well in the playoffs, and it would kind of be nice to see uh, mm-hmm. see what their rotation looks like and whatnot, and and kind of gear them up for uh, for a seven game series. But I don't know if it's because uh, they they didn't want to show their full playbook, or they they didn't want to they've been working on some things, and they didn't want the Raptors to catch on. I mean, Nick no, uh, Nick Nurse is. Uh, a very strategy, uh, a strategy-based coach, and he's somebody that could pick up on stuff like that. So I, I don't blame him if that was the case. But saying that Giannis had a toothache, I mean, come on, you yeah, could have really. found a better reason than that. But if he sat out a game versus the Raptors, I don't see him playing versus the Wizards and in, in the definition of a of a mean, meaningless game. But even if he does, I'm I'm not playing ten five for Giannis when there's other stars that are actually playing in meaningful games. Uh, you have Russ without Harden. You have Dame. We, we've spoken about them all, Devin Booker. And even some mid-range targets might actually outscore Giannis tomorrow just because I, if he does play, he, he's playing one half and he's not playing the second half. Mm-hmm. And if he is playing minutes, he, he's basically not going to try out there. So yeah. he's definitely not somebody that I'm playing at, uh, at 10,500. And I'd be surprised if he even played period. But if he is confirmed in, uh, I, I, I would not be be paying up for Giannis. Um, Middleton is, again, they're, they're pretty much their they're Robin to Giannis's Batman. And I, I don't expect Middleton to play full minutes in this one either. If, if he's, uh, if he's actually ruled to play and from a Washington standpoint, it's just really frustrating. I mean, I had Thomas Bryan and Ish Smith, uh, their last game and mm-hmm. they were doing so well in the first half. And I think combined, they played maybe 30 seconds in the second half. I mean, so not, not literally, but you, you got, you guys get what I mean in the sense that, uh, they, they just didn't play. Uh, they, they ran such a deep rotation that, Virtually everybody on their roster had between, uh, I, I think a team low was around 11 to 12 minutes, which is which is pretty low, but a team high was probably around 25 to 26, mm-hmm. right? So um, with, with guys like Ish Smith and Thomas Bryant, who I love to target in terms from a value perspective, uh, they're not guys like, like Giannis that have an extreme high fantasy points per minute stat where they're able to produce uh, a solid floor in such little time. 
Uh, they're guys that 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 need 25 plus minutes, and they will pay off from a value perspective. But in a game like this, where uh, Robinson and possibly Shabazz Napier are taking time away from Ish Smith, and they're pretty much all rotating in, each playing 18 to, to 20 minutes. It's it, this is not a game that I have interest in. Yeah, um, it's unfortunate, but it it doesn't seem like we're going to be playing that too much of that game. So no. let's move to our three stars of the night. Um, I'll take the first one because I know it so well. It's Russell Westbrook. Uh, he his Absolutely. usage rate, as you said, is going to be through the roof so now here's the thing there's like four other point guards that you're really trying to target but we can only give the people two point guards we can't give them four point guards because they can't play them all so where's the fun in that so who are your next two stars of the night ghost uh i'm going dame uh yeah damian lewis is going to be my uh i don't don't even want to say number two like i said before he's more of a one a 1b to uh Mm -hmm. to russell westbrook winning and uh honestly like this okay and then where are we going for that next spot where can we uh, the third target? You, we we have a bunch of guys that we spoke about, and there's uh, there's some in, intriguing names. And uh, for those that have been keeping up uh, with the show, you you know that I, I typically like to go with a value play in a spot like this. But with the amount of value that's that, that that's on this entire slate, you could definitely jam in three studs. We are going right to the top. We're going with Devin Booker and not thinking twice about it. I love it. We are very point guard heavy, but as you see, we still have 44 20 left over. There's a lot of stuff we can do with that San Antonio game. We can go down here and find a couple guys. We can grab another couple guys from this Portland Dallas game. That's where all the value is going to be had. I mean, if you could throw in Gary Trent for 51, you're really not hurting that number too much. Go down to Seth Curry. Trey Burke had a pretty good game. Uh, uh, Bo- uh, oh my goodness. Do you we let Boban at 36? We're throwing Boban in. Look at, look on, at this dude. game log. Oh goodness! No, but it, 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 exactly like what you said, right? I mean, we we don't get uh, we don't get to talk about it for unfortunately now thirty minutes. But I mean, if, if you find one gay, uh, one one player, sorry, like uh, Rudy Gay or or someone like that, where um, they're 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 pretty much floating around that five thousand range, but they have the upside of somebody um, uh, that that's around the seven thousand dollar range. That's exactly what you want in a lineup like this. Mm-hmm. You have Westbrook, you have Lillard, uh, you have Devin Booker. If you could find that one guy like like what Rudy Gay was uh, last sleep, where he ended up paying off at seven eight x in in that five thousand range, that's what's going to take your lineup to the top. Uh, let alone if you find two or three of them, we name them all. We name Melo. You got Gary Trent, uh, and then you pair them with somebody that's sub four k, uh, yeah. where you have uh, Boban, of course, or uh, there, there, there's a bunch of other value that that's going to open up throughout the day, right? So. Um, look for guys that, that are going to get managed in the, uh, minutes in, in that $5,000 range. Mello, Trent, Rudy Gay, uh, Boban, of course. If uh, I mean, you, you got to make at least one lineup for Boban. Uh, if you're not doing it for yourself, at least do it for Michael and I. Uh, you, you have to do it, right? So, do it for um, Boban, but man. That's fine. You got to do it for Boban, too. And it's really entertaining. You will not regret it. I can promise you that. Uh, right? But at, at, at 46.25, you're not exactly completely dumpster diving here, right? So you're... You're looking at some guys that that, that can uh, that can still have somewhat of a high ceiling game, and of course, I forgot uh, Buddy Healed in that revenge narrative. Yes, yes. Buddy Healed in the revenge narrative. So there you go, five stars. Uh, that's not bad. That's not bad. We'll stick to the three because Westbrook, Booker, and Lillard just sound a little bit better than Buddy <laughs> Healed and, and Boban. But it is what it is. So make sure if there is one thing you can come away with from this is. Make sure to pay attention to the news. We know what these lineups look like right now. I can guarantee more people are going to be ruled out or we're going to find out that there's a bunch of people that are on only 
going only going to play 15 minutes, only play the first half. So just be paying attention to that. The easiest way to do that, hop into the Wind Daily Sports Discord chat. That's where Ghost is. That's where I am. That's where Brian is. That's where Adam is. That's where all of our good friends are. And you can come in there for three days, completely free. You get all access to the site, winddailysports.com backslash learn daily. You get three free days to everything on the site. And that includes Ghost, and that includes me. You get me free anyway, because I do all these, but <laughs> it is a blast, and we should have some fun with it. So, Ghost, appreciate the heck out of you, man. Where can everyone find you on the internet? At DFS underscore Ghost uh, over on Twitter, and of course, like Michael said, in the Win Daily Discord chat, uh, you, you'll find myself, Brian, Adam, uh, and the rest of the team pretty much in there uh, all day, pre-lock, during-lock, post-lock, uh, doing some recap stuff and what we could have uh, improved on we're there all day. Come and learn with us. All day. Come and learn and come and make some money. You can find me at Michael Raziel one Make sure to follow us at WindDailySports. Again, WindDailySports.com backslash learn daily. Three days free for everything. Thank you all so very much. We appreciate each and every one of you. We hope to see you in the money and we hope you make it a very profitable night. <laughs>